This is 50 things that define Zambia. With Jeremy Mutange. Kanye West said that the best things in life are free, and many would agree that marrying the love of your life can be the best thing that can ever happen to you. However, unlike in Western cultures where marriage is free, in Zambia you have to pay for it. Of course, it's not in a transactional way like walking into a grocery store and buying some candy. As an eligible bachelor in Zambia, you can't just be engaged to a woman and then marry her. No, no, no. In Zambian tradition, the joining of two families is a long process and sometimes it involves family members you've never seen before trying to make arrangements for your marriage. This isn't to say that Zambia practices arranged marriages. Once upon a time, arranged marriages were the norm, but they've now been phased out. If arranged marriages are still going on, then they're happening in the deep rural areas of the country. Nowadays, people are free to choose their marriage partners. The courtship phase is similar to what you would expect in cultures that don't do arranged marriages. A man, for example, would meet his potential wife in college or at church, which is highly encouraged, or someplace a little more romantic like on a bus or in a supermarket. Maybe the two would-be marriage partners were reaching for the same item on the shelf and their fingers unwittingly rub against each other. Alright, it's sounding like a Hollywood story, I'll stop, but you get the picture. When the man is convinced that that's the woman he wants to marry, he begins talking to the elders of his family, particularly his uncles, to meet the woman's family, and a meeting day is set. The man's family visits the woman's family for this first meeting. When going to meet the woman's family, representatives from the man's family carry with them something of value for the woman's parents. Nowadays, that something of value would be money. In the olden days, it used to be food, mainly fresh harvest or livestock. Presenting something of value to the woman's parents is a crucial step because it allows them to hear what the representatives from the man's family have to say. The presentation of these initial gifts to the woman's family is a fascinating act. One representative from the man's family would present a plate with money on it and beg the woman's parents to receive it. The discussion cannot begin until the parents accept that gift. However, to accept that gift, they have to deem it worthy enough. If members of the woman's family think the money or the value of the gifts is less than what they expected, they reject the gift and the meeting is over. If not, the discussions commence. During this discussion, the woman isn't present, but the man is present, although he does not say a word throughout the discussion. Respect for elders in Zambian culture is a matter taken seriously. That is why the man brings along elders from his family to speak on his behalf. It is in this initial discussion that the lobola or dowry price is mentioned. The dowry can be strictly money or it can include animals. In the Tonga tribal culture, for example, dowry is usually paid in cows in addition to money. What's important to point out is that there is no standard way to determine how much the lobola is going to be. However, some factors can give you an idea as to whether a particular woman's lobola is going to be expensive. Generally, a woman who's never had a kid will have a higher dowry price than a woman who's had a kid before. The price further reduces when she has more than one kid. 
Another factor that would increase a woman's dowry price is education. A woman with a university or college degree, for instance, will have a more expensive dowry price than, say, someone who only reached 9th or 12th grade. The good news is that, although the woman's family sets the dowry price, it still isn't a fixed price. Spokespersons from the man's family are welcome to negotiate the price. Married guys who've undergone this process understand the importance of bringing a good negotiator to the lobola discussions, as this can significantly reduce the dowry price. In trying to bring down the price, a good negotiator would say things like, you are squeezing our necks with that price, please give us some room to breathe. Or, these people will be staying together soon, please allow them to have a little cash for a bag of millimeal. The idea is to make it about the unification of two families. In most cases, the woman's family is willing to reduce the dowry price, sometimes to as much as half of the initial asking price. Although lobola is a tradition in Zambia, most men do not finish paying it. Some would go as long as 10 years in marriage without paying lobola. Usually, this is not an issue until it is. Some tribal groups from the eastern part of Zambia, for example, would refuse to bury the wife if the lobola wasn't fully paid. Not until the remaining dowry money is produced and handed to the woman's family would they agree to go on with the burial. Some well-to-do, progressive Zambian families are doing away with the lobola tradition and are happy to let their daughter get married free of charge. Opponents of the lobola tradition liken it to selling your daughter a form of slavery. They argue that when a man pays the dowry, he feels as if he owns his wife and hence can do whatever he wants to her, sometimes even abuse her. Regardless, the lobola tradition isn't going to go away anytime soon in the Zambian culture. One reason is that Zambia has a communal culture and the people who participate in this tradition are members of the extended family. Most of the time, it's not even the woman's parents who come up with the dowry price, but members of the extended family. Therefore, the woman's parents might be progressive and be okay with their daughter getting married free of charge, but members of the extended family might be against it. Maybe one day we may have free love in Zambia, but that day is a long way into the future. Thank you for welcoming me in your ears. You can email me at jorampodcast at gmail.com or you can send me a WhatsApp message at plus one five one five four one two four four one three. Also, remember to give me a rating. A five star will be greatly appreciated. If you can't do that, just share this podcast with a friend. Cheerio.